Advertising your business with GCN is simple, effective, and more affordable than you might think. Visit advertise.gcnlive.com for more info. Take your business to the next level. Black holes, the cosmos, space, and time travel, science, and technology. Brought to you by theoretical physicist, futurist, popularizer of science, and world-renowned author, Professor Michio Kaku. And GCNlive.com. This is Science Fantastic. Welcome back to Science Fantastic with Professor Michio Kaku. In this hour, we're going to take you on a fantastic journey. A journey through space and time. A journey into our bodies. A journey into the world of science. The cutting edge of science. And if you want to be part of this, then give us a call. The hotline number is 612-564-8135. Write that number down. 612-564-8135. All we ask is that you leave your name, call letters of the radio station you're listening to, and the city you're calling from, and maybe you can get on Science Fantastic. And no question is too dumb or too stupid to put on national radio. As I like to say, years ago, there was a 16-year-old boy who asked a very stupid question. And that was, can you outrace a light beam? I mean, come on. Well, he asked that question. And he wouldn't let go for 10 years. For 10 years, from the age of 16 to 26, he hit his head against the wall, asking the question, can you outrace a light beam? After 10 years of hard work, he finally got the answer. The answer is no, you cannot Because the speed of light is the ultimate velocity in the universe. Well, that young boy had a name, and that was Albert Einstein. He changed the world. The world of stars and atomic bombs. The world of high-tech electronics. The world of the Big Bang and black holes. All of that originally kicked off because a 16-year-old boy asked a stupid question. Well, that's why you should give us a call at 612-564-8135. And also, I just finished a national book tour. My book is called The Future of Humanity. And I've had a number of questions that were given to me. And I'll try to answer another one of these questions. The question that sometimes I get is, why didn't Stephen Hawking, the great physicist, ever win the Nobel Prize in Physics. Well, if you think about it, that is ironic, because many lesser-known physicists who have done less spectacular work, they've won the Nobel Prize. So how come the Nobel Prize eluded Stephen Hawking, a physicist so famous that he's going to be buried in the Westminster Abbey? The Westminster Abbey in London is the most sacred church in all of British Christendom. Isaac Newton is buried there, not to mention many kings and queens of England, and including Stephen Hawking. So the question is, why didn't he ever win the Nobel Prize? 
Well, the answer is quite simple. The Nobel Prize is given for things that have been tested, tested in the laboratory. Well, Stephen Hawking's main contribution is untested, and that is Hawking radiation. You see, black holes are black because they absorb all light. Nothing can escape. They're like the ultimate Roche Motel. Everything checks in. Nothing checks out. However, Hawking showed, and this is his great contribution, that when you add the quantum theory of atoms to black holes, you find that black holes are not really black at all. They're gray. They emit a very faint radiation called Hawking radiation. That's why he didn't win the Nobel Prize. This is a great discovery because it was the first major application of the quantum theory, that is a theory of atoms, to the theory of Einstein, a theory of gravity. These two theories usually hate each other, but Stephen Hawking showed that these two theories create a new effect, Hawking radiation. But it's too faint. It's too faint to be observed in the laboratory. So, we physicists believe it exists. It's out there, Hawking radiation, but the proof eludes us, and that's why Stephen never won the Nobel Prize. Okay, well, let's move right along now to your listener phone calls. Give us a call at 612-564-8135. Let's take the first listener phone call. Hi, I'm Danny. Um, I'm calling from Florida. Um, my question is about your book, um, The Terraforming Mars Part. Now, um, the only two examples I know about it are the Superman movie, where like everybody was uh, floating up and hitting the ground and everything. And I think uh, there was another movie where the guy survives on Mars which he, like, basically made, like, a small little uh, greenhouse and grew vegetables and stuff. Um, I know the part the Superman movie wouldn't be like that. So if we were to do, like, a bubble greenhouse sort of deal, um, and let's say we wanted the target would be half of Mars, not all of it, just half of Mars, in a realistic sense, how long would that take to happen? Thank you. Well, you ask a question that a lot of NASA engineers are asking themselves right now. And that is, well, if you saw the movie The Martian, starring Matt Damon, he was left stranded on Mars with no backup, no supplies, and he had to grow his own food and sustain himself on the red planet. So, one of the first things he had to do was find a way to get oxygen through a chemical reaction. Once he got that, then, of course, he had to get fertilizer for food, and he used his own waste products, yuck, for fertilizer. And then he started to grow plants on Mars, because you had the carbon dioxide atmosphere. It's cold, but you can heat up the temperature using solar panels and agriculture. He was then the first one to create agriculture on Mars. Now, in the future, we'll do it using genetically modified algae. The carbon dioxide atmosphere is ideal to grow organisms. Plant organisms love carbon dioxide. And so it may be possible in the future to create a self-sustaining aquaform or a farm 
of genetically modified organisms on the surface of Mars. That's one industry that you definitely want to get off the ground. Another industry is mining, because frozen water can be unfrozen, and that creates drinking water once you purify it, and you can separate it out into hydrogen and oxygen. So these are the two reasons why you can use A, hydrogen for rocket fuel, and B, oxygen for breathing. So water would be the first major substance to be mined on the surface of Mars. This is beginning the process of terraforming Mars. So it's going to be very difficult. No one's going to terraform Mars immediately. The first settlements will just tinker, tinker with the mechanics of terraforming Mars. But the actual terraforming of the planet itself will take much longer. Now, how do you jumpstart it? If you can raise the temperature of Mars by 6 degrees, by 6 degrees, you will have a runaway greenhouse effect. How do you do that? You inject methane gas into the atmosphere of Mars. The methane gas captures sunlight, creates a greenhouse effect, which captures more carbon dioxide, and so you have a runaway greenhouse effect. So that's one way to self-sustain and terraform Mars. But, of course, it's not going to happen anytime soon. It'll take years, decades. So let's take a short commercial break. Once again, you are listening to Science Fantastic with Professor Michio Kaku. Give us a call. The hotline number is 612-564-8135. easy to see. We're being conned by the institutions we used to trust. The mainstream media is distracting us with meaningless headlines. Instead of focusing on the harsh realities facing American families, we all know something big is coming. And that's why so many folks are preparing. They're becoming more self-reliant by investing in emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. My Patriot Supply is the nation's largest emergency preparedness company, and they make it easy for you to prepare. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure some emergency food kits. There's a dozen to choose from that contain tasty breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging 2,000 calories per day. Get at least one food kit for each family member. My Patriot Supply also sells large solar generators, gravity-powered water filtration systems, heirloom seeds for your garden, and survival gear. Order by 3 p.m. and your items will ship that same day. Time is short. Prepare today. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com. MyPatriotSupply.com. I am a non-attorney spokesperson representing a team of lawyers who help people that have been injured or wronged. If you've been involved in a serious car, truck, or motorcycle accident, or injured at work, you have rights, and you may be entitled to money for your suffering. Don't accept an offer you get from an insurance company until you talk to a lawyer. And we represent some of the best personal injury lawyers you can find. Tough lawyers that will fight to win your case. And they're so good, they stake their reputation on it by only getting paid if you win. So if you've been in a serious car, truck, or motorcycle accident, or hurt on the job, find out today for free what kind of compensation you may be entitled to. Call the legal helpline right now. 
That's 800-524-3810. Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 802-341-4535. That's 802-341-4535. This is Science Fantastic. Welcome back to Science Fantastic with Professor Michio Kaku. The lines are open. You can always get right to us and leave a message. The number to call is 612-564-8135. And once again, go to my website, mkaku.org, m-k-a-k-u.org. Find out what I'm up to. Go to my website, and you can see the cities I've been traveling in, and maybe I'll sign your copy of my latest book, The Future of the Humanity, now a New York Times bestseller, thanks to you in the audience. Well, before the break, we also had a call about terraforming Mars, and he also mentioned Superman. So let me give you a historical link between Mars and Superman. Uh, Near the turn of the century, Edgar Rice Burroughs wrote the Tarzan series, for which he was famous, but he also wrote the John Carter of Mars series as part of pulp fiction back in the 1920s. Back then, he realized that Mars had a lower gravitational field than the Earth, so he said that if an Earthling were to go to Mars somehow, he would become somebody with superhuman powers. He'd be able to leap tall buildings in a single bound. He'd be faster than a speeding bullet. So, Edgar Rice Burroughs said that this man on Mars, John Carter, would have the power of a Superman. Well, what happened was, nothing happened, until World War II comes along, and people want a hero. And that's the origin of action comics and Superman. And the very first issue of Superman, the very first issue, it says very plainly that anyone from another planet landing on the Earth would have superhuman powers because of the low gravity, precisely echoing the words of Edgar Rice Burroughs, creator of Tarzan, and John Carter of Mars. So in other words, the link between Mars and Superman is that Superman is in some sense a son of John Carter, a creation of the man who created Tarzan. 
Okay, well, let's move right on to the next listener phone call. I'd like to uh, propose at least one question. Uh, if the background microwave radiation from the Big Bang heats up the vacuum of deep, the relative vacuum of deep space by 2.74 degrees Kelvin, then how can people like Dr. Lee at Harvard, who were trying to reach absolute zero, completely evacuate the BMR from an environment so that the thermometer doesn't reach just 2.74 degrees Kelvin, but actually goes down to absolute zero. I found your presentation delightful on the future of humanity. Okay, well, first of all, let's break down your question. It turns out that in outer space, there is an echo, an echo of the Big Bang itself, believe it or not. You can calculate that the Big Bang was very hot, but in 13.8 billion years, it cooled down. So the temperature of the background radiation left over the aftermath of the Big Bang has a temperature today of 2.7 degrees above absolute zero. So children sometimes ask the question, Mommy, Daddy, how cold is outer space? Well, we know the answer, 2.7 degrees. Why? That's the temperature of the Big Bang today. Anything that hot back then could not go to zero today. We see residual residual radiation from the Big Bang at 2.7 degrees above absolute zero. But on the Earth, but on the Earth, you can create in the laboratory temperatures below 2.7 degrees centigrade. Now, remember, that's a temperature of outer space. But on the Earth, it's possible to take out energy from a container of energy and drop the temperature below 2.7 degrees centigrade. And that resolves the paradox. And that is, if the temperature of outer space is 2.7 degrees, how can on the Earth you can get a chamber, a small chamber, where the temperature inside is below 2.7 degrees centigrade? There's no contradiction whatsoever. And by the way, you can pick up this radiation on your transistor radio. If you turn your frequency on a transistor radio randomly, you get static. Believe it or not, most of that static comes from Jupiter. Jupiter is quite noisy in the radio spectrum, quite radioactive, but you can also pick up the Big Bang itself. This is amazing that even a simple transistor radio can pick up residual leftover radiation from the creation of the universe itself. Absolutely amazing. Okay, let's move on to the next listener phone call. Hello, uh, my name is Charles Davis. Uh, I'm not listening to a radio station. I actually got uh, your information off the Internet. Um, but I have a question for you. Was there ever a reverse law to the theory of light written by anyone, including Einstein, never published? Uh, if so, what would the implications of that be? And would that actually be a... I guess you could say a link to uh, relativity and uh, quantum theory possible. Thank you. Well, I think what you're asking is, is there a reverse form of light? 
I think that's what you said. In other words, anti-light or dark light. That light from a flashlight emits radiation, but a dark flashlight would absorb radiation and blackness. Blackness would come out rather than light. Uh, well, the short answer is no, but let me explain why. First of all, there is something called antimatter, the opposite of matter, which is different charge. So the electron has negative charge. We learned that in elementary school. But the anti-electron, the positron, has positive charge. So antimatter has the opposite charge of ordinary matter. Now, light, however, has no charge at all. It's chargeless. And anti-light is light. So that explains, first of all, the mystery of black light. There is no such thing, because light and anti-light are the same thing. You can also answer the question about anti-gravity. Anti-gravity is gravity. That is, the antiparticle of the graviton is a graviton. The antiparticle is the photon of light, is the photon of light. And therefore, reverse light, or black light, is not possible. However, recently, physicists were quite amazed that the universe itself is accelerating due to dark energy. Now, this is repulsive. Dark energy repels galaxies, and so it is a form of anti-gravity, which is amazing. There is a form of anti-gravity. However, what's the catch? The catch is it's extremely small. So small, you cannot make hoverboards or anti-gravity rockets out of it. Sorry about that. It is extremely tiny, but we do think on a scale of galaxies now, it is literally pushing the galaxies apart, cooling it down, and one day we may hit absolute zero or near absolute zero as a consequence of dark energy. Okay, let's move on to the next listener phone call. Hi, this is uh, Sean Markley from uh, Shorewood, Illinois. Uh, my question is, uh, as we become a, a level one or level two uh, society on the Kardashev scale, which scenario becomes more plausible? Um, number one, us wormholing into other planets in the Goldilocks zone and searching our own universe for the continuity of the species, or number two, us wormholing into the past in an alternate universe to transfer folks into the alternate universe, if you will, uh, for the continuity of the species. Appreciate any help on the answer, and uh, thanks, and have a great day. Okay, well, you asked a question about the Kardashev scale, which I write about. Um, Kardashev was a Russian astrophysicist who wanted to catalog intelligent civilizations in outer space. A type 1 civilization consumes the energy of a planet, like Buck Rogers, they control the weather, they can control earthquakes and volcanoes, anything planetary they can control. Type 2 is stellar, they control the stars, they control the energy output of the star and nearby planets, like the Federation of Planets. The Federation of Planets in Star Trek would be a Type 2 civilization. Type 3 is galactic, they control the power of a black hole. And after the break, we'll answer the question about what it means if you can create a wormhole if you're a type 1, 2, or 3 civilization. Can you go to the past or maybe the future? Give us a call. The hotline number is 612-564-8135. 
You are listening to GCN. Visit GCNlive.com today. USA News Update. A University of Georgia student's death has led to one person being taken into custody. That was announced by a UGA spokesperson. Initially, reports suggested three people were detained after a police operation at an apartment complex near the campus. Nursing student Lake and Hope Riley, who left for a morning run on Thursday, prompted concerned friends to contact the police when she failed to return. The U.S. is implementing over 500 sanctions against Russia in response to the death of Russian opposition leader Alexei Navalny and Moscow's invasion of Ukraine. Speaking from the White House, President Biden emphasized that Vladimir Putin must face consequences for his aggression abroad and his repression at home. The judge has denied a request from former President Trump's legal team to postpone the enforcement of penalties in his civil fraud case. Trump's defense team sought a 30-day delay, citing the need for an orderly post-judgment process. Trump was instructed to pay a $355 million fine. John Schaefer, USA News. Who listens to radio at night? EMTs? Truck drivers? law enforcement, and many other hard-working people just like you, buying products and services from companies just like yours. Many companies owe their success to radio. It's the engaging medium. Call 877-996-4327 or email advertise at GCNlive.com. That's advertise at GCNlive.com. Complement your health with hemp-derived cannabinoid oil. We've always believed that the closer to Earth, the better it is for our bodies. Our hemp-derived cannabinoid oil is phytocannabinoid-rich, full-spectrum, and organically grown. Finally, hemp made easy, clean, and effective. GCNHemp.com or call 877-878-4203. That's right, we cut through the red tape. It's now available at GCNHemp.com or call 877-878-4203. When it comes to vaping, the truth can get clouded. So let's make it clear. Vaping is not safe for kids, teens, or young adults. It's just not. Because vaping can put microscopic particles into your lungs. And dangerous things like metals and volatile organic compounds into your body. And nicotine, the same highly addictive substance found in regular cigarettes. Nicotine can harm a person's brain development through their mid-20s. Affecting learning, memory, attention, and impulse control. And priming the brain for other addictions. Vaping products also come in kid-friendly flavors that can make them appealing to youth. And many kids also use other drugs, like marijuana, in vaping devices. With appealing flavors, high nicotine levels, and lots of promotion on social media. Many kids think vaping is harmless, but it's not. So talk to your kids about the risks of vaping. Because when you talk... They hear you. If you're concerned about the power grid and want to generate your own supply of off-grid electricity, this will be the most important message you'll hear this year. Here's why. We now have a small number of solar generators back in stock. These emergency backup systems provide life-saving backup power when you need it most. And unlike gas generators, solar generators run quietly, emit no dangerous fumes, and produce an endless supply of free electricity from the sun. Whether it's wildfires, dangerous weather, power grid issues, or just getting off the grid, you'll never have to suffer through painful power outages again. Even better, all this week, radio listeners get over $700 in free off-the-grid bonuses, too. Go to MySolarBackup.com to learn more and check availability. That's MySolarBackup.com. 
Look for the free report, Crisis Cooling, how to make absolutely sure your meat, milk, and medicines stay safe and cool in any power outage. Yours free at MySolarBackup.com. This is Science Fantastic. Welcome back to Science Fantastic with Professor Michio Kaku. Here's your chance to get on national radio and ask that question that you've always been wanting to ask. Let's say it's 4 o'clock in the morning. And there you are all alone listening to your radio. And then all of a sudden you get this brainstorm. You just have to talk to somebody. But you're all alone and there's no one to talk to. Well, you can talk to me. You can give me a call by calling 612-564-8135. You'll get a recording. Leave your name, call letters of the radio station if you're listening to one, and the city you're calling from, and maybe you can ask that question on national radio, the question that's always been bothering you. Well, before the break, we had another question that came in about the Kardashev scale and where we might take a wormhole to. Well, the Kardashev scale talks about civilizations centuries, millennia more advanced than us. A type 1 civilization can control planetary power. They control the weather. They can mine the oceans. Type 2 has stellar power. They control the power output of an entire star. They've colonized all the nearby planets. And type 3 is galactic. They control the power of black holes, and they roam across the galactic space lanes. Now, believe it or not, we can actually calculate when we will attain these incredible abilities. First of all, we know the energy output of a type 1 civilization, and so we are about 100 years or so away from becoming type 1. In other words, by 2100, we will become planetary with the ability to, for example, control the weather. In a few thousand years, we'll be type 2, the ability to control the power output of an, of an entire star, like in Star Trek. Type 3 is galactic, the power to manipulate black holes to roam the galactic space lanes. And that depends on whether or not you can get hyperdrive. So that may be, who knows, maybe thousands to 100,000 years more advanced than us. Now the question that came in is, when are we going to get wormholes? And where are we going to go in space or time with a wormhole? Wormholes are shortcuts. They are allowed by Einstein's theory. In fact, Einstein himself in 1935 was the first one to find a wormhole solution of his own equations. A wormhole is a shortcut, like the looking glass of Alice. A shortcut that allows you to go from one point of space or time and another point of space or time. Now, when can we have these and on what scale are we talking about? Well, as you can see, a wormhole has the energy of a black hole. Therefore, almost by definition, we're talking about type 3. A type 3 civilization that can roam the galactic space lanes, has access to galactic energy, and has the power of a black hole. And that is the power to rip the fabric of space and time itself. Now, where are they going to go? 
Well, one point is to go to other galaxies and other star systems and other sectors of the galaxy itself. So perhaps Star Wars takes place in such a time, thousands of years more advanced than us. But what about going backwards in time? Well, that gets a little bit more dicey. Stephen Hawking, for example, admitted that it may be possible to create a wormhole to go into the future or into another point in space. But to go backwards in time, he thought, may be bordering on impossible. Well, we'll say a few things about that after the break, whether or not a time machine is possible to the past. You're listening to Science Fantastic. Give us a call at 612-564-8135, and we're going to talk about time travel after the break. Hi, I'm Dr. Joel Wallach, the Dead Doctors Don't Lie guy. There's no reason why you shouldn't live to be at least 100 and have a great time getting there. And I'm going to give you a free copy of my lecture that tells you exactly how to do it. In fact, after you've lived a long and healthy life, there should be only two documents in your medical chart, a birth certificate and a death certificate. I'm Dr. Wallach with a warning. If you have a four-inch medical chart, if you take prescription drugs for high cholesterol, high blood pressure, arthritis, joint pains, and other health issues, the medical profession is failing you. They're using you for an ATM machine. My free lecture is going to reveal what pharmaceutical companies don't want you to know. There's been groundbreaking research and discoveries on how to effectively treat or eliminate over 900 different diseases naturally. It's all in my free lecture called Deadly Recipe. So call toll-free 1-855-79-YOUNG. Again, that's toll-free 1-855-79-YOUNG. 1-855-79-YOUNG. February is heart month, and every year, Extendivite has a sale. This year is no different. Extendivite is regularly $69.95 plus shipping and handling for a two-month supply. In February, Extendivite is only $57.50 for a two-month supply plus shipping and handling. Extendivite is a combination of garlic, cayenne, hawthorn, bilberry, ginkgo biloba, valerian, and milk thistle. These ingredients work synergistically to improve your overall health. So don't delay. Join the Extendivite family today. To order, call 1-877-928-8822 or visit extendivite.com. That's X-T-E-N-D-O-V-I-T-E dot com. Extend your life with Extendivite. Tahibo Tea Club's original Pure Pouty Arco Super Tea comes from the only tree in the world that fungus does not grow on. As a result, it naturally has antifungal, anti-infection, antiviral, antibacterial, anti-inflammation, and anti-parasite properties. So the tea is great for healthy people because it helps build the immune system. And it can truly be miraculous for someone fighting a potentially life-threatening disease due to an infection, diabetes, or cancer. The tea is also organic and naturally caffeine-free. A one-pound package of tea is $49.95, which includes shipping. To order, please visit shopsupertea.com. The first word is shop, spelled S-H-O-P, then the word super, and then the word tea. 
The complete website is shopsupertea.com or call us at 818-984-6100 Monday through Saturday, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. California time. That's 818-984-6100, shopsupertea.com. Brought to you by Professor Michio Kaku. This is Science Fantastic. Welcome back to Science Fantastic with Professor Michio Kaku. And once again, if you want to go to my website, mkaku.org, M-K-A-K-U.org, you can find out about where I'll be speaking on my book tour and all the latest developments in science and technology. So go to mkaku.org, M-K-A-K-U.org, and it explains how you can get a copy of my new book, a New York Times bestseller, The Future of Humanity. But before the break, we had a call about the Kardashev scale of advanced civilizations and when we're going to be able to create wormholes. Well, wormholes are gateways through space and time made possible through energy scales of a black hole, meaning that we're probably talking about type 3, a galactic civilization capable of harnessing the power of dying stars and black holes to drill a hole through space and time. These are called wormholes, first pioneered by Albert Einstein himself in 1935 in a famous paper that he wrote with one of his students, Nathan Rosen. And then the question is, can you go forwards in space, like in a spaceship, or backwards in time? Well, Stephen Hawking had a point of view on this. He thought that wormholes to another point in space may be possible. The problem is graviton radiation. Gravitons are particles of light, and if you have enough gravitons, they can become quite dangerous and quite radioactive, and you can blow up the machine. So a wormhole machine may, in some sense, become unstable. Well, Hawking thought that maybe, just maybe, a wormhole machine taking you to a distant point in the galaxy was possible, that it was possible to control the graviton radiation as you entered the wormhole machine. But, he thought, to go backwards into the past, if you do the calculation, it turns out the buildup of graviton radiation blows up. And so maybe the machine explodes as you try to go to the past. Well, I've looked at that calculation, and I'm not convinced. First of all, how do you get the fact that the machine blows up when you go into the past in a wormhole? Because a light beam that falls in the wormhole winds up in the past and then naturally goes to the present and goes into the wormhole a second time and a third time and a fourth time. That's why it blows up, because it goes through the wormholes an infinite number of times. But you see, I don't believe in that. I think you can only go through the wormhole basically once, not an infinite number of times. And so there's no contradiction with graviton radiation. Graviton radiation could, in fact, be finite. Now, why do I believe that you can only go maybe once through the wormhole? Because it depends on how you view going backwards in time. I personally think that the universe splits in half. The timeline forks into two rivers. One river takes you through a normal sequence of time, and the other river splits off 
forks in the river of time. And that simply creates a new branch, a new branch of a timeline. So all the paradoxes of time travel are resolved, and there are no infinities, no explosions or blowing up of graviton radiation. And so, in other words, time travel might, just might be possible. I'm not saying it is, because, of course, the calculation requires going to a higher mathematics called string theory, which is so advanced that we cannot answer the question yet. But in string theory, it's a quantum theory, time splits. And if time splits and you go backwards in time, you do not change your own past, which would create a paradox. You change somebody else's past, who looks like you, has the same mannerisms, but is your carbon copy. And so you've basically changed the fate of a parallel universe, but not your own. Sorry about that. And that resolves all the paradoxes of time travel. With a new outlook, you can read any time travel novel, and resolve every paradox if you simply assume that the universe forks into two roads every time you go backwards in time. Okay, let's move right along to the next listener phone call. Hi, my name is Maria Ahmed. I'm from Orlando, Florida. My question for you was, as we know, 95.1% of the universe is dark matter and dark energy. The rest of the universe is stuff that we can detect, visible light, visible energy. My question was, is it possible that there's an entire universe that's undetected within that dark energy and dark matter? Is it possible? It would be awesome to know. Thanks so much. Well, you ask a question that's at the cutting edge of what we know about the universe. So let's break it down a bit. As we've mentioned before on this radio show, we used to think that the universe is... Oh, I think we're running out of time in this segment. Well, let's take a short commercial break then, and after the break, we'll answer a question. Is it possible there could be a parallel universe out there? Hi, I'm Dr. Joel Wallach, the Dead Doctors Don't Lie guy. There's no reason why you shouldn't live to be at least 100 and have a great time getting there. And I'm going to give you a free copy of my lecture that tells you exactly how to do it. In fact, after you've lived a long and healthy life, there should be only two documents in your medical chart, a birth certificate and a death certificate. I'm Dr. Wallach with a warning. If you have a four-inch medical chart, if you take prescription drugs for high cholesterol, high blood pressure, arthritis, joint pains, and other health issues, the medical profession is failing you. They're using you for an ATM machine. My free lecture is going to reveal what pharmaceutical companies don't want you to know. There's been groundbreaking research and discoveries on how to effectively treat or eliminate over 900 different diseases naturally. And it's all in my free lecture called Deadly Recipe. So call toll-free 1-855-79-YOUNG. Again, that's toll-free 1-855-79-YOUNG. 1-855-79-YOUNG. Hi, I'm Dan Pilla. I started fighting the IRS over 40 years ago when they tried to seize my mother's house. I sued the IRS and won. I beat the IRS then, and I've been beating them ever since. I wrote the book on tax debt settlement, and I've helped thousands of people deal with tax problems they thought might never be solved. I can help you too. If you owe taxes you can't pay, don't wait another day. There's no such thing as a hopeless tax case. Call 800-34-NO-TAX or go to my website, danpilla.com. That's danpilla.com, danpilla.com. Advertising is simple. It starts with someone who has a need. Mom! And then gets more specific. Mom, I want 
pizza. Then we add urgency. I want pizza tonight. Before you know it, your GCN advertising message is reaching millions of listeners. Listeners who are definitely in need. We want pizza. You see, advertising on GCN is simple. Your message meets their need, and the result means new business for you. Tell us about your business. Then let our super creative department go to work to craft just the right message to feed those who have an urgent need. We want pizza tonight. GCN has the most affordable national radio advertising rates. Period. And millions of people listen to GCN radio programs on over 1,000 AM and FM and XM stations and streaming audio live. Get started today with GCN, the Genesis Communications Network. Just shoot us an email: advertise at gcnlive dot com. Medicaid and CHIP offer free or low-cost health coverage for children and teens. Hospital and doctor visits, prescriptions, shots, and more are covered. That's peace of mind for parents if a child is sick or gets injured. And parents may now be eligible for Medicaid too, even if they've applied in the past. Enrollment is always open. Visit insurekidsnow.gov or call one eight seven seven Kids Now. Paid for by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. Professor Michio Kaku. This is Science Fantastic. Welcome back to Science Fantastic with Professor Michio Kaku. The lines are open. You can give us a call at six one two five six four eight one three five. Because why should we scientists have all the fun? We have all the fun probing the mysteries of the universe and matter and space and time and our bodies. Why should we have all the fun? Why don't you join in? Be part of the dialogue by calling six one two. Five six four eight one three five, and all we ask is that you leave your name, call letters of the radio station if you're listening to one, and the uh, and the city you're calling from, and maybe you can get on Science Fantastic. Well, before the break, we had a question, and that is, the universe we now know is much stranger than we previously thought. It is basically made out of dark energy, which is blowing the universe apart, and dark matter, which holds the galaxy together. Both are invisible, and both have led to Nobel prizes. So the question is: If dark matter is dark and can hide things, could it basically hide a parallel universe? Well, probably no. However, it does raise some very intriguing questions. First of all, how do we even know there's dark matter out there? By looking at Newton's law of gravity. We know that the galaxy spins, but it spins ten times too fast. If you take a look at Newton's laws of spin and calculate the centrifugal force of a galaxy spinning very rapidly, you find that it should fly apart, fly apart. Therefore, something is keeping the galaxies together, even if Newton says they are flying so fast they should fly apart. And that's dark matter. So we use gravity to indirectly prove the existence of dark matter. Now, then the caller asks another question: If dark matter is invisible, is it possible that it's concealing something, like maybe another parallel universe? And the answer to that is probably no, because a parallel universe would have a lot of gravity. 
And gravity is how we even prove the existence of dark matter to begin with, because dark matter is invisible. Therefore, we see no presence of a parallel universe hiding inside the dark matter. However, there have been some surprises just in the last few years. One surprise announced just a few weeks ago was the fact that we can now have galaxies that are totally made out of dark matter or dark or galaxies totally made out of ordinary matter without the other. We used to think that dark matter and ordinary matter had to come together. But now we find that you can have ordinary galaxies with ordinary matter without that much dark matter at all and vice versa. And so we're now realizing that the universe is a lot more mysterious than we previously thought. I should mention, however, that the leading candidate for dark matter is that it's a higher vibration of the string. We are the lowest octave of the string, but there are higher vibrations. The photon has a higher vibration. Its partner is called the photino, or little photon for short. And we think that is the leading candidate for what dark matter is made of. However, the question is more sophisticated than you realize because in inflation theory, which is also a, a version of the Big Bang theory, inflation happens all the time at different points in the universe. So in, in some principle, it's possible to have universes inside universes, universes budding off other universes like a soap bubble budding off other soap bubbles. And so then it's not so surprising if you can get a universe hiding inside dark matter. Okay, well, let's move on to the next listener phone call. Richard Kelleher, I'm from Phoenix, Arizona, and my question is, I just read that the longest recorded electrical pulses from a dead brain were 10 days. How long does a brain consciousness last after death? Well, you ask a very important question, uh, a question, of course, that is a subject of not just doctors, but also ethicists, because the question is, when the brain dies, but the body survives, are you really dead at all? Well, first of all, it's usually considered that in a period of four to six minutes, brain tissues start to die because of lack of oxygen. And by the time eight minutes have gone by, you are most likely suffering from a version of brain death. That is, neurons start to die. And after that, uh, you are probably clinically brain dead. In other words, the EEG, the electroencephalograph, picks up no evidence of electrical activity, even though the body may still be intact. And this, of course, raises many ethical questions. Sometimes people in a coma, like, for example, because of illness or a car accident, could be brain dead, but their body is still alive. And then the question is, is it possible, therefore, they could be revived after being brain dead? And you ask an even different question. What happens under certain rare circumstances, like, for example, when the body is cold, the body can survive much longer in a state of suspended animation. So let's try to break it down really quick. And that is medical, medical ethicists are still debating after the case of uh, Ms. Shivo, 
who was brain dead, but the relatives clung to the possibility that she could be revived, even though most doctors believe that there was no chance of her coming back because there was simply too much damage to brain tissue. Now, it turns out that some people in comas do come out. However, they are not totally brain dead. If you are totally brain dead with no electrical activity, chances are you're not going to be able to be brought back. However, this is an area which is very fuzzy because, of course, it all depends on how you define brain dead. And if somebody, for example, falls in a lake, in a frozen uh, frozen lake, then it's possible the person could survive much longer because of the cold which stops the degeneration of brain activity. So this is still a frontier question. Well, unfortunately, that's it for Science Fantastic. Once again, every week, every week on Science Fantastic, you can explore the cutting edge of science with me by calling 612-564-8135. Leave your name, call letters of the radio station you're listening to and the city you're calling from, and bingo, you might get on Science Fantastic. Life can be full of risks. One thing you shouldn't take a risk with ever is your family's health insurance. If you're self-employed or you now need affordable health insurance, you need to make this free call right now and see how the health insurance helpline can help you get it. We specialize in helping the self-employed and people just like you that need affordable health insurance to get it. We have short and long-term health insurance plans and some even cover dental, vision, and prescription drugs. Don't take a risk with your family health insurance, it's not worth it. If you're self-employed or now need affordable health insurance, call right now and learn for free how to get it. Listen, affordable health insurance plans for everyone just like you are a free phone call away. So give us a shout right now. 800-670-0946. 800-670-0946. 800-670-0946. That's 800-670-0946.